Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone, as we are launching this episode of our Fellowship Family podcast channel. It is Christmas, and hopefully you guys had an entirely spectacular good Christmas Eve yesterday. I know here at FBC, we had six services and they were incredible. And I want to just get a chance to share um, an, another family here at Fellowship Bible Church with you. And here are some of their Christmas traditions and Christmas stories. I have with me, Brian and Karen Newen. How are you guys? We're great, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm incredible. Wonderful. It's a good day. You know, this is interesting because we normally record podcasts during the middle of the week. I'm with you guys a little bit earlier. We're not going to just disclose what day and what time it is. Just <laughs> yeah, super secret, super secret. secret. And uh, you know, but it's exciting to have you guys here. Thank you for yeah. meeting me in the podcast booth. Yeah, well, it's great to be here, and we uh, appreciate the invitation. Yeah, and uh, have enjoyed all of the the, the previous uh, uh, family podcasts that you've done so far, and a lot to live up to. No it pressure. Is, it is no pressure. It is. Absolutely. So we have just, as you've been referencing, at least these last two weeks, we have had a couple different families come on. We had the Lucans and we had the Joneses. They got a chance to share some of their traditions. But, you know, even here in this season of FBC, um, the theme Humble King resonates. And I'd love to get your all's perspective, but we got to get to know you first. (laughs) So I'll I'll turn it over to you guys. Just kind of share, first of all, who you are, where you're from, how long you've been to FBC, why you're here, just unpack it all for me. So I'll turn it over to you guys. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Mark. So yeah, I'm, uh, Brian, you know, I am uh, a local to the Winchester, Frederick County area. Um, I grew up in Frederick County, not far from here, um, about a mile from Jameswood High School. My, uh, my folks still live there. Um, uh, yeah, I, I grew up going, uh, going to, to church. Um, uh, you know, I was big into music in high school and college. Um, college is where I met my beautiful wife. All right, we've got to hear that story now. Okay, so <laughs> all right, what to show? Yeah, I'll just jump right in. So, which college did you go to? All right, so we uh, went to Shepherd University. We're actually the first okay. graduating yeah. class from Shepherd University when we be- college. when we began. Oh, it was Shepherd yeah. College. They made the flip, and so we're Fancy. the first class from Shepherd University. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was around this time of year when we began our. We called it talking back then. You might call it a courtship. I don't really know. <laughs> Dating. Um, d- yeah. I don't know. The, the abridged version is um, we lived in the same dorm. Uh, over Thanksgiving break, I was with my dad at the Apple Blossom Mall when people still went to the mall. Yep. And and um, I, I saw Karen, and I recognized her from the dorm, but it was that weird dichotomy of this girl that I recognize from college, but I'm back home in Winchester. And so I kind of gave her a funny look, and I said, you live in my dorm, right? You can't. Cross those worlds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worlds no. colliding, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I get back and my dad's, he's like, hey, Brian's over here at the mall saying hi to all these pretty girls. And, um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, we get back to school. Uh, eventually, I, I get enough sense to, to call her up and, and uh, I don't know, we got to, to lunch and hang out a little bit. Um, and we've been hanging out ever since. And that so that's your version of the story. Okay. So, Karen, what's your version of the story? <laughs> It's the same. Oh, <laughs> come on. There's no big, well, I mean, we, yes, it was over Thanksgiving break that we yep. kind of <clears throat> noted each other. And then um, I think that it took a little while. He said, finally called me. It took probably about a month or so before he tracked me down. And it was really actually over Christmas break 
that we really started hanging out. And once we started hanging out, that was it. That was all she wrote. Fun Christmas memories. Yes. There you go. See? That adds to the story. So what town are you from? I'm from Charlestown. So just a hop, skip, and a jump right into West Virginia. So I grew up there and... Um, yeah, I never really left. That was I'm married it. a Winchester boy. And here you are. <laughs> Just stuck yeah. around. That's cool. Yeah. And, and you know, the transition into, into Fellowship Bible Church. So I have actually known about FBC most of my life. Um, you know, like you said, my last name is Newland, so there's you know my uncle is an elder here, uh, my my cousin is here. I've got a number of aunts. Oh yeah, just quite a quite a large segment of my family is is uh, here at FBC. So I've heard about it for many many years. Um, we moved, so we we got married and lived in West Virginia, kind of splitting our lives. I worked here in Winchester. Karen worked in Carneysville, which was 25 minutes away. We went to a church, which was 25 minutes away in hmm. West Virginia. Um, so we decided we need to really kind of consolidate and you know, centralize our life. And so we, we moved back into uh, the Frederick County area. Um, and we started church hunting, which is very, very stressful uh, sure, when you're yeah. looking for, for a new church. Um, and I kind of had it in my mind. I, I'm not going to go to FBC because my family is there. We, we want to pick a church that is biblically focused where we can uh, mm. grow and use our gifts. Um, so we, we actually put FBC last on our list for that very purpose. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. the church that we went to prior to that was where I grew up. And so there was a sense of it was never really our church. It was my church and my family's church, and Brian started coming because... Mm-hmm. Well, they were welcoming they to me for sure. Yes, of yeah. course. And so we wanted to find something that was going to be our church yeah. that we... So Yeah. So we tried a couple of different churches. Um, we, we, we got, you know, we tried FBC, we got plugged into the teaching, and, and we would just kind of walk away... And, and like that teaching was incredible. Like yeah. you know, it was just yep. not something that we had heard before. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's how we ended up getting plugged in here, and we started doing a community group, and that was um, I'm gonna say 2015, 2014. I don't know. It was okay. a bunch of years ago. Um, I have it in my notes. Doing the math. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was twenty six, seven fourteen is when yep. we started it was coming about here. About a year after we started coming. Yeah. In. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then we got into community groups, and then Karen got in, into doing worship ministry, ministry stuff, and then I was able to hop into doing worship ministry stuff. And so that's really what we've spent a lot of time doing. Yeah, well, we appreciate that. If you guys are watching online, you'll get a chance to maybe recognize... Brian, you're playing drums, so you're a little further away. Karen, you sing, you play piano, and it's awesome to have you guys part of the church's ministry in that capacity. But from just, I'm curious, because this is Christmas, and we have had this season of just sharing stories, what are some of the fun things growing up that you guys remember as kids that you you look back and you're like, oh, those were cool memories? Yeah. Go ahead. You want me to start? Yeah. Just okay. Like this time. Um, I was thinking about that question, and... A couple things popped in my head. First off, Christmas Eve. That's always, I mean, for my family, with Christmas Eve, we were always at church and we were always involved. My mom played piano. My sister was the choir director. And so we were always involved with Christmas Eve, whether it was music and or drama. They drama, uh, they yeah. always did these productions mm. with, with the choir and um, drama and stuff. And I like to get in on that. And so there was always just this big excitement about the whole season, just kind of prepping for that and getting ready. And, um, you know, so always having 
that sort of at the center. And that, I just, I always loved that and grew up with that my whole life. Um, so that would be number one. Number two, I kept going back to the Christmas parade. And it's so funny because my parents actually like didn't like Christmas parades or, or parades in general. Yeah. Like we, we always yeah. ended up at the Christmas parades because my sisters were in marching band. I ended up being in marching band. I think I did 4-H for a couple of years and we always had to be in the Christmas parade. So, so growing up in Charlestown, what parade... Did you go to? The Christmas parade in Charlestown. Okay. It was always on a Saturday afternoon. It was kind of, you know, just right in the middle of the day and it was always cold. <laughs> it was great. I don't, I just really remember it and it was always just a really great time. So That's everyone's um, probably memories of any parade, please, for Christmas time. You know, yeah. Cold marching yes. bands. Yeah. How do yep. you play in the cold? I don't know how we Santa did Santa Claus. It. We did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brian, how about you? What what kind of fun memories, traditions do you have? Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, our, our our household at Christmas was always full of lights, full of, of baked goods. Um, you know, we we would do the Christmas Eve service. Um, we would, uh, you know, go over to, to friends' house, and our Christmas day was always just just packed full of family and, and friends. Um, you know, probably the most uh, notable tradition that we had uh, in the Christmas season. We always look forward to this. Was um, we would my my dad. Uh, was an English major and, and um, you know, just a, a wordsmith of sorts. And so every Christmas from the time I was really young, uh, he would he would compose these scavenger hunts and like these poems. And so, you know, for our big gift for the year, uh, he, he would send us on a scavenger hunt all around the house and, you know, in the basement and, and the garage and sometimes outside, um, which was a, a lot of fun. Um, so it's been cool. We've, we've been able to pass that tradition on. You know, I do. We do that with our daughter. Um, maybe we should have mentioned that we have a ten-year-old daughter. We not talk about ourselves and our. That, I'll get to there. That's, oh, that's okay. <laughs> you, you don't have to worry. Yeah, I'll ask. That, but you, you have a daughter. Yeah, we do we have do. a daughter. What's her name? Her name is Claire. Okay. Yep. And so, how do you incorporate this scavenger? Hunt? Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I've kind of carried the mantle on. So uh, you know, she's been doing scavenger hunts even since before she could read. Mm. I printed out some pictures, and and so she would you know see okay, well this is the uh, the basement, so we go to the basement. Um, and my, you know, my older brother uh, lives down in Richmond and does the same with his kids. So, cool. it's been really when do you do that? Is that all throughout the entire Christmas season, or is it a specific day on Christmas morning? On Christmas, so in the Newland house right now, as this podcast is being released, we can expect that scavenger hunts <laughs> are going on. Around, it may be outside. Um, the animals, the animals hate it because they need to follow us around. Um, but yeah, there there will be a scavenger hunt. And I need to start writing it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Let's not give out your address because then everybody in the church will come and find, yeah, you know, yeah. want to participate. What's, what's the prize at the end of the scavenger hunt? Oh, should we? Uh, well, since this is released on Christmas. Oh, uh, it, wouldn't, it doesn't have to be the one you'll release now, but is there a common prize that typically? Uh, no, no. It's it's whatever kind of the gift is. Like when you ask Claire, like, what do you want for Christmas? Uh-huh. The thing she says that typically is it. Got but, you know, we always, play, uh, we always play dumb. Like, you know, we open the gifts and, and, uh, you know, we're like, oh, wait, there's one more gift here. Or look, look in your stocking or look, what, look, you know, it's just one of those. And she knows it's coming now. So what was the best prize for you growing up then? <laughs> Something, did you ever win? Um, well, it, it, it wasn't a contest. It's not a contest. Yeah. You, okay. just, you just read the poem. Um, okay. But uh, a couple of notable things, uh, there was a bike and a bathtub. So my, like my, my year, I got a big bike. Um, you know, it was, it was in the bathtub with the curtain <laughs> closed. And I remember when I when I got there, um, I mean, I had maybe TMI for a family podcast. I had already gone to the restroom in that that morning, um, and then I opened the car. I was like, I was just here, and there was my, my it was in the bathtub. It was it was fun. And then uh, another great one was um, I called the burping keyboard. 
<laughs> the Casio wow. keyboard, you know this. Yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. Classic. You could record a little sample. Yeah. Um, and so you could play your, I mean, you know, a little eight, nine-year-old boy, I would burp. Um, in fact, that <laughs> gift was inspired because my older cousin, Michael Newland, who goes here, uh, had one, and I was really envious of that. Jealous of yeah. Michael. Okay, yeah. shout out to you, Michael. And <laughs> come come find Brian, and you can get your keyboard back. Yeah, burp yeah. keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you kind of already hinted at this, but you know, as you now have a family, then you have Claire, your ten-year-old daughter. You have certain family traditions that you're passing on with a scavenger hunt, and maybe a few other things. But what are what are you guys doing as a family now that you're kind of instilling as kind of making it your own? Yeah. Do you want to talk? No. All right. <laughs> no, I don't care. Well, one of the things I used to do a lot as a kid too. Um, was I used to spend a lot of time baking, and that was just a big deal to me. I would bake for the fair, and Christmas time was another really big one. And so um, I wanted to make sure that Claire and I had an opportunity to kind of learn those skills together. <laughs> I don't know all of the homemaker skills like sewing and all that, but I can instill a little bit into Claire by helping her bake and, and learn how to do those kinds of things. So that's one of those things that's really important to me. We actually spent some time just the other day doing some baking and we have some more to do. So that was one cool. for me. And um, Having snow and kind of a snow day kind of helps. Uh, yes, yeah. right. Being that in the house fantastic. and baking. That's not always yeah. in December. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, like, going to get a Christmas tree is another thing mm. that's been really, uh, really fun for us. Um, usually the day after Thanksgiving or soon thereafter, we'll, you know, we'll all get together and pile in the truck and go cut down a Christmas tree. And uh, I don't know, there's something special about that. Um, and then... Often we'll we'll come back and and uh, have Thanksgiving leftovers soon thereafter as well. Hmm. Um, so and then in recent years we've incorporated some uh, some athletics into our tradition of going on a bike ride or, or a cool. hike or something like that, which is yeah um, yeah which is which is really good. Yeah, you mentioned just kind of spending time with Claire, being together as a family, mm-hmm. kind of turning a little bit more into kind of the spiritual mm-hmm. world. Like, what are you guys? How? What kind of, tra- not necessarily traditions, but what are you guys doing as a family to kind of bring it home to the season and reason for Christmas? Yeah, yeah you know, it's, um, I, I was I was thinking about that a lot. Um, you know, we, we certainly have done, uh, you know, the, the advent calendars and the, uh, you know, the resources that FBC has provided. There was yeah. a couple of years ago, there was an advent book and we've, we've been through that and uh, Karen and Claire made um, the advent wreath together. So that's been really nice and that's always the centerpiece on our table. Um, I, you know, I, I really wish we could be the family that says, well, every year we gather and we we read the, the Bible story <laughs> and we, you know, every night we sit down and, and uh, have hot, I mean, I, you know, that's just not- That uh, is, um, <laughs> that's not really anybody anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's okay, uh, you know, don't feel bad. You know, forgive my- uh, you know my my candor, but um, you know we we absolutely though we just try and normalize our our conversations about Christ through the season. Yeah. Um, you know if if uh, you know Karen and I are reading a passage or, or we we kind of stumble on something that we think is new, we'll just talk about it at the yeah. dinner table. Um, you know if we maybe see somebody struggling, we'll we'll pray for them. Uh, so you know so we just are trying to make it normal. You know normal mm-hmm. to um, to have a conversation about Christ and. Uh, you know, we don't, we certainly haven't emphasized like, like Santa Claus or anything like that, but, um, you know, we just want to make it a part of our normal daily conversation, maybe not lock it into like, this is the time that we're going to do it because, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've tried to set up those, uh, those standards and those habits. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. And for us, what we found is 
I get really legalistic about it. I mean, yeah. for me personally, that's yeah. such that's the habit that I can fall into. If we set these mm. really like strict, like on Monday nights we're going to be doing this, then it becomes like then on Monday night we have to do that. Like yeah. we can't not do that. Or yeah. it's, oh, you know. Yeah. So then that's <laughs> that's not grace filled, and that's not exactly. fun, and then yeah. then exactly. it turns stressful and. She was probably not going to learn a lot (laughs) if the parents are forcing, you know, this on her. Yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, is there any kind of key verses that have come to mind or just maybe even a story or two of his past couple of weeks or the season of Christmas right now that you guys are like, oh, wow, that was a really cool moment as a family? You know, I, I, um, I've kind of been focusing in on Hebrews 12, one through three, Um, and this is coming off of the kind of the Faith Hall of Fame, uh, and, and it says, therefore, uh, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, uh, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him hmm. endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand uh, of the throne of God. So th- hmm. that idea of, of joy... Um, has been kind of resonating with me this Christmas season. I mean, it's it's 2020. Everybody is exhausted from 2020. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I've had to really look for for places to uh, to find that that joy. And you know, here here Christ is. Um, you know, he's the cross is before him. He knows what is coming. But he, you know, he looked past that and at the joy of of sort mm. of the glory of God. And and um, you know, if if Christ knows what's coming and, and the pain, and you know He deserved none of it, <laughs> you know we were the ones that deserved it. Yeah. Um. You know, how I should certainly humble myself to know. Okay, 2020 was bad, but it wasn't like there have been a lot worse times. So yep. to just kind of reflect on all of the blessings that we have, I mean, for me, uh, it just brings so much joy. And you know, the warmth of the season, the you know, the the, the cocoa and the fire and the tree and. Um, the family and you know all of that stuff really coalesces and just makes it a, a really wonderful time of year. But that's a neat correlating passage to where we've been as a church each season, each week of Advent of Philippians two, where he humbled himself even to the point of death, death on the cross. You don't think of these passages, this Hebrews passage that you're reading, or this passage as a Christmas passage, but here we are looking to Christ humbling himself. And here, and at FBC, we're in this season of really focusing and, and reflecting on him being a humble king. And I think the word humble is really the one that's standing out to me in this season, in this, we heard the Lucans the last uh, couple weeks ago where Mike just eloquently shared how in this season of chaos, and you said this season of a pandemic and this season of political unrest and everything that goes with it, people have a tendency to to look inward and be self-focused. And here, that passage that you read, the Philippians passage, and even from this past Sunday, we read First Peter 2, you know, you've been called for this purpose because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you as an example, and then going down the path of what he did. And that is humility. Yeah, and and as we're in this season of mask wearing or no mask wearing, and and having the elders announce, hey, we let's we still need to be have a call to graciousness and a call to, you know, humility and a call to look towards one another um, more highly than yourselves. And I that is that's critical in a Christmas 
pandemic. <laughs> you know, at, Christmas yeah. pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love how that's speaking to you. What what kind of has been resonating with you from that humble King theme? I mean, beyond that passage, is there anything that kind of is resonating with with either of you guys during this coming se- during, during this past season? Well, I mean, I'll just share what has been kind of on my heart. Um, I, I've been doing um, a study, My Utmost for His Highest. I, I really like this book. Um, and it's, it's just daily stuff, and I've included in my morning studies. But one thing that we've been talking, Brian and I have been talking a lot about this, I'd say, over the past month or so, is um, authenticity hmm. and being authentic and what that looks like and um, – how that is for us as Christians um, in dealing with other people and and even other Christians and family and and the list goes on and on. Um, and I just I came across this. It's actually two different days, but where it discusses individuality and personality, and um, specifically the verse that really just just sticks out is Matthew sixteen twenty four. Um, And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone wants to follow after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Hmm. And it's this idea that individuality is, it says here, is all elbows and it separates and isolates. Yeah. Where personality is this, um, is being one with with Christ and, and really emptying ourselves, um, as Christ did. And, and I just, it's, that coupled with what Dennis said a couple weeks ago um, in his sermon, um, just saying that in, in our sphere of influence and in our circle of people, um, our job is to just point them to Christ, hmm. and that's it. Like we don't yep. we we don't make the rules. We don't right. we don't dictate how people are supposed to be and and what they're supposed to do, but. We're just supposed to point to Christ, and I, that's so encouraging to me because I do have this tendency to kind of fall into this legalism and and just you know the guilt that comes with that. And so, you know, when I have someone on my heart and 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 there's there's this um, this weight of that. You know, I've been praying a lot for some specific people hmm. over the past month, and. Um, God has just really encouraged me with just that little bit. And it's it's something that I think, you know, we always know, of course, we're supposed to point people to Christ. Of right. course, that's where life change happens, right? It's not sharing our specific experiences, and it's not that God can't use those to encourage other people, but it's really Christ that is the game changer, right? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so that, that was, that's been really on my heart and mind this month, and, um, and just the idea of that denying ourselves and remaining humble and remembering that everything that we're doing, everything that we're doing in our lives is is to really bring glory to Christ. Mm-hmm. And and that is just a constant, like, I have to remind myself that that's what we're doing. In the busyness, yeah. the hecticness of this, of this season, where I am so guilty of that, like, I will get into it and yeah. ask him. I yeah. get all, like, frazzled. We got to bake the cookies. We got to do this. We <laughs> got to have the, here's that. a checklist. Let's get Where's the movie? Yeah. Where's the Christmas movie? Yeah. You know, we got to do all those things, because if we don't do it, is it really Christmas? Well, yeah. But it's so good, because even all of these passages are intertwining amongst themselves of looking at others more highly than yourself, denying yourself, pointing people to Christ. He's the answer. And that sermon that you're referencing with Dennis of the good shepherd, and he's the gate. He's the door into 
to, if you're the shepherd and you're pointing sheep, you're pointing people towards that door, you, you're not the answer yourself. You're just getting them to the answer. Exactly. Christ is the answer. And that and all of these themes are why he came. And in this sermon series of In His Own Words, Why Did Christ Come? That's uh, that's resonating with me of, yeah, he's telling us why he came. He's explaining it to us. You know, he's the good shepherd. He's the life. He's uh, He's here to serve and to and to give his life as a ransom for many. I mean, so many different passages where he's speaking to that is just incredible encouragement. And and I thank you guys just for being an example. Again, nobody's perfect. I'm not propping you guys up, but nope. just it's a call to it's a call for each one of us to say, how can we get into God's word? Mm-hmm. And not just the Christmas season, but every season of our life to say, where is God pointing me now? And how can I make him great? And have me be less, mm-hmm. and and that's that's what I'm hearing out of what you guys are saying. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that that you know we we try and do uh, is is to be forgettable. You, mm. you know, I, I, I and I think about it. You know, playing drums, doing worship team stuff. You know, I want to be the most forgettable person in the world. Um, <laughs> Don't stand out. No drum solos, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the worship leader is the one who. Yeah, but you know whether like you know whether you mess up or something like that, you know, kind of makes somebody go, oh, it sort of distracts them. So, um, you know, I I I hope humbleness is, you know, is, is being forgettable, is giving God the glory, is is, um, you know, just taking ourselves out of the equation, um, you know, and I think you know, humbleness. I'm, yeah, you didn't ask a question. I'm going to go ahead and fire away. Um, but you know, humbleness is is you know rightly viewing ourselves um, and our position in Christ, um, and and having kind of that confidence, uh, even though we're subject to kind of the the, the worldly. I said worldly groanings. Well, Mark calls them what sin suits, isn't that what yeah, he says that we sure. live in? Um, yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, so we're 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 not separated from God, even though we're we we should be. Um, so just. Acknowledging that and, and the grace that, that God gives is, um, I don't know, it's awesome. Hmm. And, and all the, the, the juxtaposition, if that's a word that I'd like, I mean, that's my word of the day maybe, but mm-hmm. just how he's, Christ is humble, but he's still the king. Right. Yeah. That, that there's that contrast and, and we can still sing Christmas carols and declare him to be king. Uh, and yet he's in a manger and there's this cross and there's this mm-hmm. servant attitude of him and what an amazing time it will be when he comes back and and we can all rejoice and celebrate together with the second coming and that's uh i'm sure plenty of us now watching and listening are longing for that <laughs> with the way the world is going right now but you know what until he does come you're right we're to display his glory and um yeah so you guys i really appreciate you being here it's encouraging yeah. and special to just have people in the congregation just come share their stories and just what is God doing in your lives today? And we got a chance to hear that. So for all of you guys watching and listening uh, online, continue to, to hunt us down. There's YouTube, there's uh, Apple Podcasts, there's Spotify, whichever options that you are listening and watching to us, just keep giving us your feedback because um, we encourage that. And, uh, and you guys, any final thoughts? I mean, you don't have to have any, but just figured I'd uh, throw it out there. Just Merry Christmas! Right. Yeah, enjoy the day. You know, I hope I hope it's calm for us this year. It's it's going to be much calmer. In a normal year, we have like five different spots we have to go to. Yeah. This year, we have two. Um, so that's impressive. We're really yeah. excited about just being calm and present. And uh, that's where we are today. Is my family? I mean, 
it's just the four of us in our house and that is it. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll make phone calls and sure. FaceTime family, but just enjoy the simplicity of the season right now. Yeah. And uh absolutely. And and so again, keep your eyes out there for continuing episodes and keep watching the sermon spotlight. Even this past week, Mark Carey referenced the global church podcast that's out there. Mm-hmm. So see all the things here um, at FBC, continue to, to watch, learn and grow in your own journey. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Until we do chat again, let's have Christ be the focus of our lives each and every day.